Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Hey there, boys and girls. Yes, it is I, Ralph Garman. I am back again. Oh, feels so good. Now, I know The Ralph Report doesn't officially start until January 22nd. And let me take this moment right now to thank all of you who have been so tremendously supportive of my new little audio venture, The Ralph Report, just on social media. Those of you who have already subscribed, thank you so much. If you haven't, you can go to theralphreport.com to get all your details, or you can go to patreon.com slash theralphreport to subscribe. And I know it doesn't officially start until the 22nd, but a lot of folks who used to listen to me on the radio say that as The Bachelor aired last night on ABC, that they missed something I used to do called The Bachelor Report back in the day. And as I was watching, I was filled with so many thoughts that I just could not resist but jump on here and pump out a free edition of The Ralph Report and give you my take on last night's The Bachelor on ABC. It was, as I thought it would be, hilarious and terrifying and fascinating all at the same time. For those of you who are not familiar with The Bachelor this season, his name is Ari Leyendike Jr. He is reportedly a race car driver, apparently comes from a racing family, and uh, he is a dullard. He is a dope and a dullard, and I could not understand why they would pick him to be The Bachelor in the first place. He was on five years ago on a season with Emily Maynard. Oh, my sweet Emily. And uh, he got down to the final two and she dumped him because he's a dullard and a dope. And he kind of looks like Joel from Mystery Science Theater 3000, but without any sort of the brains or cool or edge or comedy. So anyway, this guy is The Bachelor. And I was not looking forward to it because I find he's such a dope and I was not disappointed. Here he is starting off the show with already a lame connection to race car driving, a lame illusion to racing. This is the most important race of my life. I'm nervous, I'm excited, but I'm hopeful. The timing of my life is right for this. I really want this to work this time, but I'm worried because last time I got my heart broken. Usually the most important race ever tag is, is reserved for something important, like the race to cure cancer or something. Not, not for you to find a wife, dumbass. And then we got to meet the ladies, and what, what a batch. A lot of very attractive women this season, I must say, but some of them are just uh, terrifyingly dumb, and just, some just plain terrifying. Uh, Carolyn, for example, is one of several realtors on the show this season. Why is that? Well, because Mr. Race Car Driver, Ari, is actually now uh, in real estate. He sells homes. And for some reason, I guess they thought it would be great to pack this show with fellow realtors because, you know... Those realtors love to stick together. Caroline is a realtor as well, but she thinks she has a lot in common with Ari, not just their love of selling homes. I'm excited that it's Ari because he's like obviously such a stud and he's a realtor, so we have that in common. And I grew up around cars. Yeah, I grew up around cars too. I, I, I've driven many of them and been a passenger in others. And my parents had a car. What does that even mean? You grew up around cars. Everybody grows up around cars. They're everywhere, except maybe in Wiener, Arkansas. That's where Tia is from. Tia's from Wiener, Arkansas. And uh, here's the thing about Wiener is there's not a lot of things to do in Wiener. Not much to entertain 
the folks. And so Tia says they have to come up with their own fun. Wiener is a very small town. It's kind of limited on what you can do for fun. We kind of have to make our own fun. Ah, that's what you look for in a wife, fellas. It's a woman who really knows her way around a handgun. Yeah, that, that's not terrifying at all. It must cut down on the number of arguments you have with Tia when you know she's packing. However, as scary as Tia was, she was no Kendall. Now, let me tell you about Kendall. I, I resent Kendall a little bit because Kendall is the obligatory Los Angeles nut bar that they throw into the mix here on The Bachelor. And as a, as a person who lives in Los Angeles, I resent the fact that Kendall is representing our city. Kendall has a love of dead things that are stuffed. That's right. She's a big fan of taxidermy. Uh, they show her on the show just perusing a room filled with dead stuffed animals. She herself owns many dead stuffed animals. And as if that wasn't creepy enough, wait until you hear the reasoning behind why she loves to collect dead things. I've never had a relationship over a year, but with taxidermy, I can keep it forever. Oh, sweet Jesus. We do not need a female Norman Bates on The Bachelor. Why would anyone even date this woman, let alone marry them? You know you're going to end up as a crime scene photo. No good will come from this. And as if there was any need to double down on the creepy, Kendall also plays ukulele. Here she is serenading her stuffed dead seal with a song that she wrote herself. That is the stuff of nightmares. So let's move forward as Ari is standing there in front of the bachelor mansion, waiting for the girls to pull up in the limousines, looking every bit the big doofus that he is. And the limos start to show up and the girls start to start to come out and greet our bachelor Ari, including Tia. I've talked about Tia before. She, of course, is from Wiener, Arkansas. And very often the girls on this show will try to uh, make themselves memorable by doing a little bit bringing a little toy or a present in order to stand out from the other 28 women that'll be vying for Ari's attention that night. And Tia brings him a little gift. That's a little play on words with where she's from. I have a little gift. Where is this gift? It's right here. Oh. <laughs> it's actually a little wiener. That's um, hilarious. Yeah, please tell me you don't already have a little wiener. I do not have this. So, yeah, you did, you did awesome. good. Awesome. Oh, yes, it's completely inappropriate, Tia, but don't worry, because Ari's so dumb, he completely missed the joke. So, no worries there. Now he's just holding a small little toy hot dog, thinking that it has some sort of significance. Ah, but when it comes to cock jokes, Tia's not alone. No, Amber came to save the day to make Tia look downright classy with her joke. She apparently owns a uh, tanning salon, and somehow that has something to do with cocks i own a spray tan company oh all right yeah so you can imagine <laughs> in my line of work i see a lot of <laughs> okay and i'm just hoping that you're not one uh, let's let's, <laughs> let's hope not that's right amber what better way to impress a fella than to tell him how many dicks you've seen in your life and, and it worked too i don't what kind of tanning salon are you running there that you're seeing everybody's cock what what how does that work i don't understand that don't you usually get into a booth? Or even if you're getting sprayed down, is, is there a big special on, on cock tanning at your salon, Amber? And if the girls weren't making bad dick jokes, 
Then they were making bad racing jokes because, as I mentioned, Ari was a former professional race car driver. Now he sells homes, but he used to race cars, and oh, oh, the puns were coming fast and furious, if you will, including Ali, who had this gem. So I do have a favor. Okay. So I've been kind of rushing today to get ready. I'm going to need you to do a quick smell check for me. I know it's a little crazy, but just (laughs) please for me, just go ahead and smell. Just make sure. Am I good? Yeah, you smell amazing. Was that not the best pit stop of your life? I know you've had some, but it had to be the best, right? Wow, that's a reach. That's a reach to make a fella go under there and just stick his nose in your underarm just to get a pit joke out of it. That that's you could pull a muscle reaching for that one, Allie. Uh, unless you're into that sort of thing, who am I to judge? Some people like sniffing pits and God bless them. And so now all the girls are out of the limo and they've met Ari, they're inside the mansion and starts the long arduous process of Ari getting to know each and every one of them. And by long, I mean, it starts early in the evening, and this thing wasn't over until daybreak the next day. So Ari has a lot of talk, and 29 women he's got to meet with, including the adorable little Becca, who's like a little elf. She's like a little wood sprite. She's just adorable. They won't say how old she is, and apparently her age comes up at some point later on in the series as a significant moment of drama. So I'm guessing she's 12 or something, but she looks very young, she's very cute, but she seems wiser than her years, because she, first of all, drove up in a 65 Mustang, which if you know anything about me, I'm a huge Mustang fan, so I was already on her side, but then she pulls Ari aside and asks him a legitimate question that would give her some sense of who he is and what he's all about, and the way that he responded was just crystallized for me what a perfect dumbass he is. What are three things that make you excited to be alive? Three things. Simple. Uh, exci- Just keep it simple. Yeah. Um, um, excitement. You know, I'm, I'm racing. Excitement makes you excited to be alive? Even she is taken aback by what a fucking idiot he is. So you're telling me that excitement excites you? Holy shit. What a fender head are his. No racing pun intended, I assure you. Well, there it comes. The uh, time of the evening, of course, where... The roses have to be given out, the famous bachelor roses, and not everyone can stick around. He's had his chance to meet all the girls, and now some of them have to go home. Eight girls will be sent home, and uh, I'll tell you, for the most part, he made the right choices. In order to cut it down to 21 women, he let go Amber. She was the one who saw the dicks at the uh, tanning salon. Olivia, Britain, Britain, not a real name, by the way. Allie, the pit smeller. Uh, Brie, Lauren J, one of four Laurens in attendance last night. Uh, Nisha, who I don't even remember who Nisha was, and Jessica. Jessica was a heartbreak. Jessica was a heartbreak because Jessica's father was a big race fan and apparently had met Ari at some point before, and now he has passed away. So Jessica, in her own sort of twisted romantic fever dream, thought that because her late father had met Ari, that they were destined to get married because in this way, her father would have met and approved of her husband even in the hereafter. And so when she was sent home, she had a hard time reconciling that with the weird, twisted, romantic fantasy that she was fostering built around her dead father. Just knowing that dad met Ari and he could be my possible future husband... It made me feel good. 
But now my dad will never meet my husband. And so Ghost Dad let Jessica down. Apparently he did not push the magic buttons in heaven to make things work out for her because even Ghost Dad could not overcome her complete lack of any sort of personality. Or maybe Ghost Dad knows better and maybe there's another guy coming down the pike that's good for Jessica who's just as boring as she is. And so there you have it. 21 women left in the Bachelor Mansion and we move forward from here. Looks like a great season. Looks like there's going to be a lot of travel. They've been, they've been slacking on the travel on the show lately. I got to tell you, going to some, some pretty rinky-dink towns in Mexico and some other bullshit places that really aren't, in my opinion, where love would bloom. But it looks like this season they're going to Italy and Paris and all kinds of cool fucking places. But the best part is it seems that there is, even for The Bachelor, an enormous amount of crying and breaking down the season, which for me personally is some of my favorite stuff. They even teased it in the coming attractions for this season with a complete crying montage. I'm freaking out right now. I just can't stop crying. I'm so scared. (laughs) It's just so hard. (laughs) And that's just part of it. So there you go. There is my, my Bachelor report for the first episode of The Bachelor. Those are just my sort of surface takes of the very first episode. Me, personally, as if you can't tell, I am rooting for Becca, the little uh, teenage wood nymph who drives the 65 Mustang. She has won my heart so far. Although, I gotta tell you, Carolyn, the realtor, has a great rack. So, I'm torn. As you can see, I'm torn between uh, the love of 65 Mustangs and the love of uh, big, big breasts. I will be giving you my impressions of each and every Bachelor episode this season every Tuesday morning on The Ralph Report. So if you haven't signed up yet, do me a favor, go check it out for yourself. You can go to theralphreport.com. You can go to patreon.com slash theralphreport. But I will be starting The Ralph Report, my new daily morning show, every Monday through Friday on January 22nd. In the meantime, leading up to that, I will throw in some bonus audio and video like this stuff as we lead up for the big kickoff on January 22nd. Thanks again, everybody, for all your love and support. I will talk to you soon. I'm Ralph Garman. That's the Ralph Report.